Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. All right, here we go. So Die Hard, have you ever been to a movie and it scared the living pants off of you and your your eyes are closed because you're scared about what's going to happen? Is the guy going to get killed? Is somebody, something bad going to happen? They're going to fall off the roof. Have you ever been in that kind of fear but actually you were afraid of the outcome, not necessarily the circumstance. Pretty interesting, huh? Jen? You know, I was just talking to your daughter, Rebecca, about this actually today. And she was telling me about this scary movie that she and her husband, Mike, started watching last night. And <laughs> it was late at night. She said, Mike fell asleep and she stayed up till like one or two o'clock in the morning watching this scary movie because she needed to know what happened. Like she was in right. such suspense that she needed to know the outcome. <laughs> okay. So if you're in a situation, wherever you are in the world, it's likely that you've just come through the most fearful time in the history of mankind. What's going to happen? Obviously it was a, uh, um, a, you know, a health scare issue where some people will say it was real. Some people will say it was not as real as it, it could have been. But the bottom line was we were all pretty frightened. I was, weren't you, Jenny? Yeah, for the first part of it, I was. And you got to wear a mask. And I mean, there was a whole different thing about it. But what really happened so far? What's been your outcome of this? Because you were afraid of several different things. And that's what I want to talk about to you this week. I want to talk about the elements of fear that make you want to change or have different, better outcomes. Yeah, no. you know us. This is not like uh, the, the news stations you read online where all they do is try to perpetuate fear. No, this is quite the opposite. In today's episode, we're actually going to talk to you about how to overcome those fears that you're going through, how to break through those fear barriers and get to that next level, no matter what. The first thing you need to do is focus in, not out. 
You don't need to know who got beat up in a parking lot, what burnt down, and who got sick. What you need to figure out is how to stay healthy. Most people who get sick are vulnerable. And so if you build up your own immune system, and the immunity is not just to your health, the immunity is to outside influences that, that put fear in your soul and actually weaken you. Those Go negative ahead. thoughts actually, you know, you think they're just in your head. You think that they're just, um, you know, something that's in your mind. But actually, negative thoughts and fearful thoughts weaken your immune system. There's science to back that, that is, that is proven. And that, you know, a lot of times when people get sick, it is because they are in a low vibe state and they are in a, in a fearful state. And so ironically, <laughs> the best way to stay healthy is to not worry about being healthy. The old cliche, and there's a reason it's old is because it's true, is fear of loss is greater than desire to gain. You don't want to lose your health. You don't want to lose your money. You don't want to lose your customers. You don't want to lose your mom or your dad. You don't want you don't want the bad things to happen to you through loss. And that is actually greater than your desire to make your next sale. But as a diehard, you have to think to yourself, how is my best way to overcome this so that my outcome isn't determined by somebody else? I want to determine my own outcome and by itself that will make your fear at least diminish, if not go away. What is that like, um, that pyramid thing? Um, it's something about how people need to feel safe. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the three things or five things that are most important to people. You're talking about the hierarchy of needs? Yes. Okay, so the first one is obviously Milky Way. We don't have enough Milky Ways in our society to calm people down enough. Oh, wait. No, that's my needs. Um, what about the needs for safety, the needs for health, the needs for security, the needs for money, the needs for shelter? Those are the those are the basic elemental fundamental needs. It's like the four food groups that most people don't buy because you because potato chips are not among them, and neither is beer. But the the bottom line is you need to have these fundamentals covered in order to be able to take care of yourself. And ironically. All of those things have been threatened for so many people this year. Every single one of those things that are most important to your emotional well-being have been threatened in some way. And that creates fear. So you have to pay attention to yourself first. And maybe it needs cut, maybe it means turning off the news, maybe it means reading different things or exposing yourself to different things or getting closer to your spouse or getting closer to your, your family, but whatever it means to you, do that and secure your self-safety first. Well, you said focus inwards, right? So secure yourself, mm -hmm. focus inwards, all that. And I saw this great quote on Instagram today from Nicole Arbor. And she said, spend the time you would, because you know, everyone's like all pissed off and in fear mode and whatever and yelling at each other on the internet, literally. And so she wrote, spend the time you would yelling at people on the internet on your dreams today. Go make moves, oh, cool. make money, make love. <laughs> oh my God. And what she's saying is the exact same message. Focus inwards, focus on yourself and do something that's gonna be productive, that's gonna help you 
rather than focusing on the fear and the internet spiral and the news spiral and the Facebook spiral and the blah, blah, you know, it's like you go down these rabbit holes and then you're stuck. When you get down the rabbit hole, get a carrot. Um, <laughs> that's the best thing you can do. So let's do a bit of a recap. What do you fear the most right now? And if it comes to pass, what will the outcome of that be? Are you going to lose your health? Are you going to lose your money? Are you going to lose your family? What's, what is the total outcome? And what can you do right now that would prevent that? What are the steps that you could take to fix yourself first and all of your surroundings second? And to me, it means you have to start to say no to things that you think are ordinary and okay. You might want to take some uh, less minutes on outside influence or become more positive about who you select to get information from that will help your frame of mind, your, your state of mind, your attitude of mind, and your self-belief. That's, to me, that's where I would start, Jen, with all of this. Yeah, I think also you have to, like, first, you have to acknowledge your fears. Everyone on this planet has their own fears that are specific to them, even you. And, and whether or not you want to acknowledge them publicly is one thing, but to actually journal about them and acknowledge them to yourself is a whole new level. And I think that in order to really overcome any fear, first you need to acknowledge it, and then you need to understand what triggers it? So like, if you're going on social media, for example, and someone puts a post that's, you know, something that's totally against your beliefs, it may create that trigger in you that that sends you into some sort of spiral. So there's a cure for that, right? Unfollow that person, mute that person. No one says you have to consume information that's going to agitate you or disrupt your day or disrupt your productivity. In fact, it's quite the opposite. But yet somehow we allow this information to continually come at us rather than create a sphere, a protected bubble around the information that we're allowing to come into our lives. And so I think for me, you know, first I acknowledge what my specific fear might be about. And then I think about what's perpetuating it or helping it grow or feeding it in some way, because it's like you want to cut that out. You know, if you want to like lose weight, you might cut out the sugar, right? It's the same thing. Like you need to cut out the negative points that are coming into your life. And I don't mean like cancel culture, cancel people out of your life, but I do mean just mute them or something for 30 days and just remove that access to information coming at you so that you can selectively hear it when, when you're ready, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And what I'd like you to do, Die Hard, is fill the time that you have previously wasted in that particular zone and invested in something that will help you. Where's the book that you're reading? Why aren't you just rereading As a Man Thinketh or The Richest Man in Babylon or The Greatest Salesman in the World or even The Little Red Book of Selling or The Little Gold Book of Yes Attitude? Why aren't you reading that? Why aren't you exposing yourself to more positive people and positive things that can help determine outcome for you that will give you, that will put you in a much better place and actually make you not just avoid that, but almost eliminate that from your thinking and from your life. Go 
Go read something that Confucius said. Go read The Art of War. Go, you know, go read something that will impact you as a person and put you into a different frame of mind. Yeah. What do you do, Jen? Well, so so here's the the here's the almost funny irony of fear when you're looking at it as an outsider, right? And that is what you focus on actually comes true. What you focus on grows. So if you focus on, I'm going to have a hundred customers, you know, over the next year, blah, 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 that kind of thing, you're going to figure out a way to make that happen. If you focus on how much you grow your business, you're going to figure out a way to make that happen. If you focus on all the things that you should have put on a vision board, when, you know, we talked about creating vision boards, all those things, you are going to put them into reality. You know, I put a Tesla on my vision board. Look what happened. I got a Tesla. But what happens with fear is you begin to focus on it. Then you begin to visualize that outcome that you're uncertain of coming true. And so now what are you doing? You're actually focusing on the thing you don't want to happen, thereby creating the thing you don't want to happen, happen. So let's wrap it up with a metaphor, okay? Die hard. Fear is not a problem. Fear is a system. What you are afraid of, that's the problem. And you have to look for the root cause of, what's, of what is making this fear manifest itself in your brain and maybe even in your actions. And so let's look at the root cause and let's, you ever um, try to pull a weed out of the ground? You don't yank at the top of it. You try to get the root out of it. So if you can get to the root cause of fear and yank the whole root out, you can finally get rid of it. So I'm challenging you to grab your fear by the roots, yank it out of the ground, throw it into a, a shredder someplace or a, some kind of a leaf branch thing that they take around the neighborhood to chop up the leaves of fall and leave it in there to die. Yeah, I think there's and, something else, you know, well, how do you do that? And it goes back to acknowledge the fear exists, figure out what it is, figure out what's triggering it, aka what's, what's you know, giving it water to grow, going with your analogy over there. And then in order to yank it out, in order to really pull it out of the ground, out of your root, out of your foundation, you need to acknowledge that it's false. You need to acknowledge that this is just a potential belief and not a fact happening. And then maybe think of 10 outcomes, other outcomes besides the one you're being fearful of. And when you can think of 10 new ones that are positive ones, then you can begin to think about how are you going to get those positive ones and immediately that bad belief, that bad thing, that bad fear, and I'm not saying it's bad versus good, but it, it's just something that's not helping you, can, can go in that shredder. And you can begin to focus your mind on these new ways of thinking and being and doing. Pay attention to yourself. You know the metaphor of fear, false evidence appearing real. And if you look at it from that perspective, and realize that you have a chance to be your own truth and your own outcome, 
the fear will diminish and it will diminish rapidly. So get a hold of yourself, get a hold of people that will support you and be your best person for yourself in a positive frame of mind. Take away the fear by introducing the positive. Grab the roots, chuck them out. Can I add one thing, Jeffrey? Sure. Every time you experience fear, there's always another opportunity out there. There's always some sort of opportunity. So if you're having trouble figuring out like what else you could do or what another outcome could be, just search for the opportunity because I promise you it exists. Jenny, you could not have said it better. In a barn full of horseshit, there's always a pony. Find the <laughs> pony. Hell yeah. I'm What's wishing that? you well. Jen is wishing you well. Get rid of your fears. It ain't that big of a deal. Until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer, reminding you to get out there and be your best self in a positive way, even if your ass falls off. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day. So you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories, and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See, See you, you next, next week. week.